Hello, my name is Dylan Arvella and welcome to a new season of the Football South Coast Weekly. It's been an eventful off-season, but round one is finally upon us and today we will be hearing from a couple of people who are expected to be involved come the pointy end of the season. Football South Coast is running a tipping competition for the Illawarra Mercury Premier League and the WGC Cranes District League this season. They're free to enter and details of how to get involved are in the description. The 2018 season previews will also be going up this Thursday, so make sure you like Football South Coast Match Centre on Facebook and follow at FSC underscore official on Twitter to check out those write-ups. The South Coast Flame also kick off their season this weekend, taking on Garzy Auburn in the New South Wales State League. We will hear from coach Paul Robard and club captain Matt White after their thrilling 4-2 win over West Pennant Hills Cherrybrook in the third round of the FFA Cup later on. The Football South Coast Weekly and all other audio content from Football South Coast can now be downloaded as a podcast through Apple Podcasts and other popular podcasting apps. Simply search for Football South Coast and subscribe. With that, let's get into the show. That's a dink over the top. Oh, it's something special. And that's why there's so much optimism about him. As always, we will begin with the Illawarra Mercury Premier League. And our first guest of the season is Wollongong United coach Jeff Allport. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks, Dylan. New club for you this season um, and a new club for a lot of your players, but you still managed to pick up a bit of silverware last week. Must be a pretty nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a nice feeling. I mean, the, the, the pre-season competition was really good for us and we... we we showed some improvement in each each of the games um, throughout it, and then obviously culminated with a, a great performance against Bulli in the final. So it was all ple- all very pleasing, and then it's given the group a, a lot of confidence, and um, you know, it's springboard into the season. Every man and his dog seems to be tipping United to take out the title this season. Does that put a bit of extra pressure on your side? Um, not not really. I, I think I think those outside influences. Um, aren't in our control so you know we, we've, we've spoken about what we want to do and what we want to achieve during the year and, and that's our focus so anything outside of that is for people to comment on and, and as you well know um, everyone's got an opinion about football and they're entitled to it but um, we need to focus on the things that are going to be successful for us and that's what we do at training and um, moving forward with that. And over the course of pre-season which, which player that your club has really impressed you? I think collectively it's, it's it, we've we've grown as a group um, because we've had players come from you know basically two different clubs and then others outside of that as well. But if I'd have to nominate one, it'd probably be Nathan Alassi. Um And I think just in in relation to he, he doesn't miss training. He, he's played at a higher level, but he, he brings back that professionalism to this group and it. I can see it. I can see the younger guys, you know, looking towards players like Nathan and and the way in which they prepare prepare themselves. And I think the young boys can learn a lot from that um, and within that environment. So yeah, I, I think Nathan's been great for us, and I'm looking forward to him having a really really strong and productive season. He definitely adds a lot of a lot of pedigree to the league, and I'm sure a lot of people are excited to see what he's capable of doing. Um, I can't can't really avoid the next question. You got <laughs> you got knocked out of the FFA Cup midweek uh, last week, rather uh, to Doonside Hawks, a, a real blow for your for your club. Uh, what what do you really put that down to? Yeah, look, I've, I've had a couple of days now to think about that, Dylan, but I I still don't have an answer, um, and I've done a lot of shaking of the head and thinking, you know, how does how does that happen? Um, we we fielded a very strong side. Um, we we're all very confident of doing what we needed to do on that Tuesday night and it just didn't happen. We, um, 
I hate using the term didn't turn up because you know I don't know I don't I don't understand that terminology but we didn't in a sense um, our first half performance was really lacklustre um, and then on top of that at the start of the second half we, we conceded both goals from um, corners which was very disappointing and that just put us completely behind the eight ball and then um, instead of sticking with what has served us well in the pre-season in terms of knocking the ball around and keeping possession we we, we went away from that um, and I can understand why because we were chasing the game and um, it just didn't happen um, and we could have been there what really irks me is I think we could have been there for another two or three hours and we still wouldn't have scored and we created lots of opportunities but it just didn't go in for us so we have to learn from it and we will um, and because you know we, we, without the preparation that's required that sort of thing could happen in, in in any week in the competition and we've got to make sure that we prepare ourselves as best we can to avoid that situation happening again and i think that would have been the first time you've actually been behind throughout pre-season and this season True. so yeah yeah um i guess that's just one of those things and i guess that's why the ffa cup has has a, has a is developing that sort of a reputation of um you know big upsets but yeah. unfortunately your side was on the, the end of one uh, last week yeah. but let's let's move on to the round one preview of the Illawarra Mercury Premier League and we're going to kick things off with Wollongong Olympic v Wanuna on Saturday at 2.30pm at the PCYC in the pre-season cup Olympic had a 2-0 win over Wanuna in pretty wet conditions Olympic now under George Antonou they've made a few big signings including your ex-captain at the Albion Park White Eagles Vaughan Patterson and the likes of uh, David Hardis from the Fury. I've also kept the likes of last season's top scorer, Yusuke Ueda, and their, their other Japanese visa player, Shun Takuno, stayed on board. So they're sure to be real contenders this season, wouldn't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they're, they're, they've you know recruited really well. Um, and on top of you know what I think is uh, their centre-back pairing in um, Jack Keating and, and um, Jake Jasinski are probably one of the best pairing in the league. Um, and you know that they are going to be there or thereabouts definitely. But um, they'll be looking to start off well against Wanuna. Having played each other already, um, I'd expect that um, Olympic yeah, take the points there in that first first game. Yeah, Wanuna they showed some encouraging signs defensively during the preseason cup. But yeah, I think it could be similar two 0 scoreline to the uh, preseason cup game earlier in the season. Next game. Your side, Wollongong United, take on Coromel on Saturday at 2.30pm. That's a home game at Macedonia Park. You guys managed a 1-0 win over Coromel in the pre-season cup. What do you think you can take out of that match? Look, I, I, it was a really tough game. If I look at the whole pre-season, that was the toughest game that we had. Um, they're, they're, they're a good side, and I think they're going to... Um they're going to have a good season if they can keep their players on the park but um, they impressed me a great deal to be honest and we're going to have to be very well organised and prepared for what's going to be a tough first up game um, you know, and on the back of what's happened with the FFA Cup you know, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be ready um, but we also acknowledge the fact that they're, they're a quality side and um, it's going to be a great way to, to kick off the season for us at home against a good side. Yeah, Coromel, they should definitely improve from last season under uh, Roger and Jason up there as a new coaching pair. Um, but I don't think they'll have enough to get over you guys. I want to ask you a, a few more questions about Wollongong United. Alvin Checkley, I believe he's playing in a he's playing in an under-23s game today. We're recording this on the Saturday before the season gets underway. Um, how's he coming along? 
Really good. I mean, he, he's, he's a thorough professional, Alvin, and he's great to have as part of the club. Um, and he's, he's in similar sort of way to Nathan Alassi in terms of the experience and, and what they bring and, and, and how they prepare themselves. He's, he's undertaken um, his rehab, you know, from basically the moment he was, he was injured. Um, and he continues to make improvements week on week. Um, and it's great to see him. He's, he played in a game last weekend. Um, it's another step up today in the under-23s game. So he continues to make those improvements and can't wait to have him back on the field um, and he'll, he'll, he'll be a massive plus for us um, as the season moves on. He's got plenty of leadership qualities yeah. as everyone's aware and I think I think I'll, I'll speak for a lot of people when um, when he did suffer that injury against Bulleye in the the preliminary final last year most people said that was the end of him but fair play to him if he's able to make that comeback, when he's able to make that comeback and prove so many people wrong, fair play to him. Yeah. Kazuda Kushida, he picked up the man of the match in the pre-season cup final. I think he's a phenomenal player and he's my early pick for the George Naylor medalist. Uh, and there is plenty of, plenty of coverage for the likes of Elassie, Elassie and co, but your Japanese midfielder is some player. Yeah, yeah, he's... Um... He's very quiet, um, but he always he's always smiling, which which I like. Um, but he's just a, um, if there's one word I could use for him, it's efficient. He, he just he just does what he needs to do, and he does it very well. And he just makes things tick over for us in that middle of the park. Um, uh, he's a massive inclusion um, and, and a great person to have around the club. Yeah, I just like how he sort of glides along the ground yeah. when he picks up the ball. We're going to move on to the next game, another title rival, Bulleye taking on Picton on Saturday, 2.30pm at Balls Paddock, expecting Bulleye to secure the three points here? Yeah, I think so. I, I do. I, you know, they're, they're a quality side and, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to coming up, up against them at different times during the season, but um, they'll be looking to get off to the, the, the same sort of start that we are um, and against an opposition that I think they should be able to take care of. And the next game, Albion Park White Eagles, your old club, play Cringilla on Saturday at Terry Reserve. Paul Carter is now the coach of the White Eagles. They've made some signings in the shape of Chris Gomez, Blake McGinn, Cody Maud, some, some decent signings. If things click, you never know, they could they could make a real run like they did under you back in 2016. But what about Cringilla? Wally Savoy has brought in the likes of Nuno Perez, Stefan Domoski. Uh, could be genuine finals contenders. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I do. Um, they're they're well-organised under Wally, and they've, they've added that um, spark up top with those two plays that you've mentioned. So I think um, you know that, that club should be looking for some you know, big things this year, and I think they'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah, it's been a, been quite a while since Cringilla has made finals football, but I think um, they could add a lot to the league this season. So... As for a tip, I'm going to hedge my bets and go with a draw with this one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sticking with Cringilla there. I think they'll do the, do the job. Next up, we move to the Sunday matches. Fernil make their return to the Premier League, taking on the Tarawana Blueys at Ray Robinson Field. Tarawana out of 5 nil win in the cup in the preseason cup over the Foxes. Louis United had a close game against Tarawana in the semi-final. Um, should be a Blueys win. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Again, they're another side that are going to be there or thereabouts under Peter Willis. And the last game of round one is South Coast United at home to Port Kembla. And home for South Coast United in 2018 is actually the Dandaloo Sports Ground. So it would be interesting to see top flight football return to the venue. South Coast United, unfortunately for them, were pretty toothless in pre-season. However, last season's top scorer, Josh Brooks, should 
return for this match, but I don't think there'll be an upset on the cards against last season's Premiers. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think um, yeah, Noel will have his side well organised and well prepared for the first round of the season, and um, they've got some quality there, Paul Kembler, um, and on the back of what they were able to achieve last year, they'll, 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 do, they'll be there this year as well. So um, yeah, I can't see anything but Paul Kembler getting up there. Yeah, I will add. Port Port were a bit disappointed against a fairly young Bulleye side in the preseason cup semi-final, but they were without a few players, and I expect key players such as Ben Zuko to return to the side, and I can see them winning one or two goals to nil. Football South Coast will be running a tipping competition for the Illawarra Premier League, so if you think you have what it takes to out-tip me, be sure to get involved. You'll be able to find the details of how to get involved in the description of the show. With that, Jeff Hallport, thanks for taking the time out to be our first guest of 2018, and best of luck for the weekend. Thanks a lot, Dylan. I appreciate it. Still going. Can he provide the service? Gets to the byline. Cuts it back. Here's a great chance, and they have come flying out of the box. South Coast Flame FC are a brand new club representing the football South Coast region in the New South Wales State League. Their season runs parallel to the local leagues, but they competed in their first competitive match last Saturday up at Pennant Hills Park, taking on West Pennant Hills Cherrybrook in the FFA Cup third round. The starting 11 had an average age of less than 21 years old, which in itself is quite remarkable. Julio Mashaba, who played for South Coast United in 2017, starred for the Flame, scoring a hat-trick in a 4-2 win, and his first goal was a cracking effort into the top corner from outside the box. His coach, Paul Robard, post-match. Paul Robard, we're through to the fourth round of the FFA Cup. Yeah, very exciting. It was great to get our first game under the belt, and the boys played really well, especially in the first half, to be 2-0 up at halftime. We lost a little bit... Uh, in the second half, but then we come good strong at the end and uh, finished off 4-2, so it was a great result. Julio Mashaba, the hat-trick hero today. He scored the first goal for the club in competitive competition. What a goal it was and what a performance it was. Yes, Julio, he's got a, he's got all the talent in the world and I've told him to let, it, let, let us see it and tonight he really showed it. So fantastic for the young kid and, yeah, what a cracker that first one. And they came back to make it 2-2, but the young side, they managed to show all the character and really come away with a 4-2 win. So the character that they showed in that sense must be really encouraging for you. Yes, most definitely. So to go be 2-0 up to go back to all and then to work hard to, to get back and get the result that was uh, tough for the younger ones but they, they dug deep and they did really well congratulations enjoy the win thanks very much captain and goalkeeper matt white also had a strong debut pulling off three crucial saves let's hear from the skipper after the match now we're flame captain matt white you led the side out for the first competitive match and it's a 4-2 win that sees the side through to the fourth round of the ffa cup yeah, mate, it's a great feeling to come away with the win. Um, I'd be lying if I if I said I wasn't nervous before the match. You know, leading the side out uh, as captain, it's a huge privilege, as I said earlier in the week. Um, but the boys really dug deep today. Um, we didn't know what to expect with Pennant Hills, and they really come out firing. And credit to our boys, they are uh, really stuck it to them. On your own performance in goals, you made a few, a couple of really, really top-notch saves to keep the side in it in, uh, in the first half, in particular. Yeah, mate, I just think it's important to try and stay in the game. There's there's uh, moments in the game where I'm not doing much, but it's important for me to, when I'm called upon, that I perform. And, um, you know, there's always imp- room for improvement, but, yeah, I'm happy with our first performance. And pumped for round one next week? Yeah, mate, definitely can't wait. Enjoy the win. Thanks, mate. To keep up to date with the Flame in their maiden season, you can like them on Facebook by searching for South Coast Flame FC and follow them on Twitter at SCFlameFC. Off to a break, and when we return, we will be talking District League. 
Oh, Troy's going to try it from distance. What a goal this would be. It's oh, absolutely unbelievable. What a goal. Danny Troy from inside his own half. We are going to round things off with the WGC Cranes District League. And joining me to preview round one is Coniston Midfield General and Club Captain Frank Fierro. Thanks for coming on the first show of the season. Yeah, good to be here, Dil. Uh, new season, new coach, Rod Williams in charge. Very experienced coach. How have you found things under the new boss? Tough, to say the least. Um, you know, obviously he's come from Arpia for the past, from the past several years. And we're very fortunate to have someone like Rod there. Uh, you know, he come, brings obviously a lot of experience with him. A lot of the players are really putting it in to show him what they have. We have a large squad. We've been having training twice a week in a game uh, from January 1st, second week of January till date. So yeah, we just can't wait to start, uh, start round one. The FFA Cup last Wednesday night, obviously a strong 5-1 win over rivals Helmsburg. Uh, which sees you guys into the fourth round of the competition. But I really want to touch on the great atmosphere at JJ Kelly Park. It must have been really fantastic to, to play in front of such a uh, hearty crowd. Yeah, look, a lot of our family and friends come down for the match. Um, I think I was talking to our president, got close to about 300 people there. And um, it was the first time our clubs entered in FFA, obviously. And, yeah, it's it's great. We, we, we have no idea who we've got next, so that's what's... You know, so great about it, I guess. We don't know who we're playing, where we're playing. So we're all eager on that as well. And the last question before we get going on the round preview. Uh, over pre-season, who are, the, who are the boys at Coniston that's impressed you the most? I think the three Japanese boys that we've signed are going to look the goods this season deal. Uh, two of them more defensive, one more attacking. That's Hero. Hero's more of the attacker. Um, I think he's he's probably a step above as well. He's, he shows a lot of flair. He's got great skills. I think play, people that come and watch our games are going to be really impressed with him. Not to take it away from Tucker and Hero, uh, Tucker and um, Koei, they're the defensive ones. Uh, great, confident, composed, disciplined. Yeah, all three of them really. I'd, I vouch for. Yeah, and I think from from what I've seen in the preseason, they'll really add to your side. I mean, Hero is obviously the, probably the most talented of the, of the trio, but mm. Tucker, he looks like a real a real find at the back there. All right, so let's cast our eyes over the round one fixtures in the WGC Cranes District League. Of course, all first grade matches are kicking off on Saturday at 3 p.m. and we're going to kick things off with Thrall v Helensburg at Thomas Gibson. Mm -hmm. Helensburg, they had a really strong pre-season cup. Obviously, they took it out, a win over you guys in the final. Mm -hmm. Thrall, a bit hit and miss, uh, which leads me to think Helensburg will get the win here. Yeah, look, I haven't seen much of Thrall, but um, I, I mean, if they're anything like the last few seasons, they're always strong. Thrall's always strong, especially at Thrall. You know, that's like the league in general. Like, any team can beat any team on their day. Um, I think Helensburg, I do believe Helensburg, I think they're just too strong. I think they'll take it out on round one. I'm a big fan of their attacking players. Plenty of pace, plenty of energy there. But Luke White, the Helensburg captain, he was man of the match in the preseason cup final. He was mm. missing in the FFA Cup match. Yep. And um, you can really see his absence in that in that FFA Cup match. Yeah, I mean, like, I can see why Brad Bournemouth's, you know, made him the skipper, um, put him in front of the defence as a CDM there, um, pulls the strings. He's, he's a leader there. He um, He's very vocal, confident, play, does the simple things right. So, you know, you can you can tell when he's missing. He's he's a big asset to their team. Yeah, so Helensburg win? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Helensburg win for mine. Next up, Rilla Wanderers v Balambi. That's a King Mickey Park. 
Two sides who have outside chances of taking out the title this season, and it's actually the veteran Barney King who leads the Premiers once more. And in the opposite dugout is upstart Andrew Payne. What do you see going down here? Well, you know, um, Andrew's bringing over uh, some players from, I believe, Fernhill last season over there. I think um, everyone kind of got the gist of that. So he's going to have a strong team as well. But I just think Barney King, I mean, <laughs> at King Mickey, they're going to be ready to go. I reckon I reckon uh, real Wanderers on this one. Yeah, I'm sort of leaning towards a Wanderers win. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Barney King is able to get that coveted promotion uh, under his belt. All right, next up, your boys open the season at home to Kayama, who have made a couple of good signings over the summer, including former White Eagle Brian Montanari. I'm tipping Coniston win here. How important is it for your side to get off to a strong start to the season if you are to be genuine title contenders? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the reason why Rod had a lengthy pre-season is to make sure from the, the get-go, round one, that we'd be up for the task and ready to come out to the league all guns blazing. So... Kaima signed. I know they've made a couple signings, uh, but I just I think we're going to come out on top again. Round one, um, yeah, Kono win. For many people, they see Shelcove as the favourites to take out the district league this season. Obviously, returning to the competition mm. after a season after winning the community league. Their new player coach is Stephen Dimitreski, and I expect him to be the uni side that's only managed a point in the pro season cup. Yeah, I, I spoke to Broad Croydon about a few weeks ago. Uh, in our Fraternity Cup group stage game and he told me that he just come back from WA and their team hasn't had much of a pre-season like they're still getting into their fitness and whatnot so you know and then you they're up against some a team like Shaw Cove who have been buzzing since they've been told they're going to be promoted this season uh, I mean they're playing at Barry Heights I think it's a, it's a home game I've, yeah I'd, I'd, I'm going to say Shaw Cove on this one and you look at the Shell Cove side, do you think they have what it takes to really, along along with yourselves and a couple of other sides, be up there at the at the end of the 22-round season? There's a handful of teams that have that ambition to be up there, I think. Shell Cove, yeah, they got the potential to get there. I do think that. The second last game that we're going to we're going to discuss, Bergani v Oakflats, you played both of these sides in the pre-season cup. And from those experiences, how do you think this match will go? Yeah, well, I mean, myself personally, I was, I think I was injured for both of those games, so I was observing, and, I mean, Balgani and, Balgani have their key players, you know, Vardaroff in there with Dummett, I think he's the midfielder, number 10, running around, he's good, and then you've got uh, Oakflats have still, they, Lee Gilroy had come over from Albion Park, they've still got Manila in there with Keating, you know, anything can happen, it's, that's what I was saying before, in this league, any team can beat anyone, I mean, if I'm going by, on paper, I'd say Oakflats, if I had to make a prediction, I'd say that Oak Flats would get the edge on them as well. Well, I'm actually leaning for a draw in this match. I know Bergani have picked up uh, Anthony Oliver from Fernhill, so that's oh, a yeah. hardy signing at the back. Um, but Oak Flats, they do have some good good players, so if I was going for a win, I'd say Oak Flats, but I'm actually going to stick with the draw. And the last game that we're going to discuss is Unendera v Berkeley. West have reverted back to the Hearts name, and I'm actually a pretty big fan of their new maroon kit. In pre-season, however, they've been pretty poor. Berkeley, on the other hand, have looked pretty lively. A few good additions, including a couple of players in from the Campbell Year youth grade side last year, could prove to be a real masterstroke. How do you see this one going? Yeah, I mean, I got, I have a few friends in that Unendera squad, but uh, sorry, boys, if you're listening, I'm going to have to back Berkeley on this one. I think they're going to be too strong. 
Yeah, I think that'll be the case. Berkeley also beat Unidara in the opening round of the Burt Bemden Cup last weekend, and I think they'll have a similar result here. As in the Premier League, we are stoked to announce that there will be a tipping competition running for the WGC Grands District League. So if you think you can tip a bit better than me, get involved with the link and details of how to enter in the description. Anyway, Frank Piero, thanks for joining me. Best of luck for the weekend and the season ahead. Thanks, Dil. Now they search to take that advantage. Nichols going to try it. Oh, he's going to come up with something special. And from 2-0 down, they're 3-2 in front. A reminder that there is plenty of content going live this week, including the season previews of the Illawarra Mercury Premier League and WGC Cranes District League. They'll be up on Thursday. Also up on Thursday will be the FFA Cup Round 3 wrap. A reminder of our tipping comps running for the two leagues. I'll be in both of them, so if you think I don't know what I'm going on about, be sure to get involved and prove me wrong. Info on how to enter is in the show description. Go and like Football South Coast Match Centre on Facebook and follow at FSC underscore official on Twitter for all the latest news, reports and results. If you're out at a match this weekend and have an update or photo, be sure to tweet it out and include our Twitter handle. The Football South Coast Weekly and all other audio content from Football South Coast can now be downloaded as a podcast through Apple Podcasts and other popular podcasting apps. Simply search for Football South Coast and subscribe. With that, thank you for listening. My name is Dylan Arvella. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Arvella. And until next time, enjoy the football.